Hey guys, Clay Edwards here. I want to tell you real quick about RC Lawn Care. My buddy Richard Coley is going to be the guy you need to contact for all of your lawn maintenance needs. You can reach him at 601-502-3529. They offer roof-to-curb service, blowing off the roof, gutter cleaning, basic lawn care, including mow, trim, edge, and blow, full lawn cleanup, trash removal, garden supplies delivered, pine straw installs, driveway, and sidewalk pressure washing. If grass is growing, you need RC Lawn Care mowing. Again, 601-502-3529. Richard Coley at RC Lawn Care. Proud sponsor of the Clay Edwards Show podcast. Hey, you've tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. The most incendiary show on these here airwaves in the morning times anyway. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I'm, of course, Clay Edwards. We are live right here on 103.9 FM WYAB, bumping hard out of central Mississippi, streaming worldwide at WYAB.com, or on the TuneIn app, or Alexa, just search WYAB. As always, if you miss any of this, you can always check out the podcast. It stays up to date clip it up into edit it into clips and all kind of stuff to make it as easily consumable as possible for you. Just go search Clay Edwards show wherever you download music or podcast or stream music or podcast. It is everywhere as well as uh, Mr. Kim Wade's podcast as well. So I'll start the show with this. Um, a good friend of mine grew up with him. His, uh, his father passed away a couple of days ago, Steve Mason. I'd like to send my condolences out to Steve and his family. Uh, growing up, and our uh, from from riding dirt bikes when we were kids out there off Henderson Road and all that in that South Jackson Byram area, just tearing it up, son. To uh, in our thirties, still uh, raising a little too much hell. We gave his parents as much hell as we gave mine, and uh, I have good fond memories of his father and. Uh, we'll just say uh, our condolences to him. I hope the Lord will keep a watch over them in their in their time here, and know, just know that uh, he is in a much better place that we can all hope to get to one day. So, wanted to start the show off with that. All right, Guns and Gear text line seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four seven six nine two four one nineteen forty four want to thank my winners for the uh, Keith Killebrew rodeo tickets yesterday. And uh, as promised, I t- told y'all I would tell you who they were. I'm pulling up my email now just to uh, get my names right here. But I know Josh and Lisa Keynes won a pair. Jamie McPherson won a pair. And a uh, fellow named David, let me pull up my sent emails. Uh, David, what's his last name? David Sayers. David Sayers won a pair. So, <clears throat> shout out to David's young son. Says they listen to the show. Says uh, every time he t- t- he tells his kid, uh, now do as I say, not as I do. Now, you know, if he says a cuss word around him or something, says his kid says, breaking rules when necessary. Made my day yesterday, man. It was good meeting him. Good meeting all you guys. <clears throat> uh, 
if uh, you didn't get your email yesterday about that, just um, come see me out at Ellis Auto Place. I got your tickets there. We'll give away some more. <clears throat> maybe tomorrow or maybe hold them to next week and really promote this thing hard leading into it. But uh, don't forget, you can get your tickets ahead of time if you want to just buy them for you and your family at Keith, or not Keith, at KillabrewRodeo.com. You know, I was on, I went, had to go back up to the dealership last night and met a guy to sell a vehicle to him kind of after hours. Not something we do a whole lot, but definitely don't mind doing, you know, if you, for, a for show buyer. And we talking and stuff, man. He's a Mississippi State fan. I'm a Mississippi State fan. And somehow or another, I mentioned that uh, we were getting kind of late, about 930 up there. He mentioned having to go. And I said, yeah, I um, We got to talk about politics. Well, no, no, no. Backwards. We're talking about sports. Then I got to talk about politics. And I said, well, yeah. I said, I got to go. Man. Was, you know, getting a little. 530 comes early, long story short. I said, I got, I got to get up and go do my radio show. He said, you do a radio show? So I told him the whole spiel. And he said, I think I've heard of you. So anyway. So all that to say, you never know when you may create a new listener. So if a Hal is out there listening to this morning, I appreciate your business at the dealership and on the airwaves. Because I look at I look at all my listeners kind of like customers. You know, we're constantly trying to sell y'all stuff. So <laughs> you're definitely customers for sure. All right, something I wanted to talk about the last two days and got distracted, sidetracked, whatever. I think I was one of the first people to talk about this online. This is this new Jason Aldean single. Try that in a small town. It's time to cancel CMT like we did Bud Light, y'all. No, man, let's be honest. It's, 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 it's not a hard cancel for me. I, I haven't watched CMT in 20 years. But we're going to cancel them anyway. We're going to cancel the canceled. CMT has banned Jason Aldean's video. And all this got his news footage. It cleared whatever their censors' uh, policies were to to get on there until the wokes got mad. Oh, when the wokes get mad, you can't you can't point the mirror back at us. You can't do that. You cannot point the mirror back at us and show us what we did. Show us the buildings we burned down. The liquor stores we robbed, the people we killed, the cars we jacked, the women we beat. You can't show us that. Oh, yes, we can. That's what Save Jackson is. That whole movement. They mad at me just because I turned the mirror back around at them. They said, look at y'all. Look at what y'all doing. Y'all did this. White Flight didn't do this. The supremacy didn't do this. Y'all did it. Anyways, that's what they're mad about. Which I find a bit comical. That they say it's, it's violent. And the lyrics uh, incite violence. MTV owns CMT, by the way. Viacom. And I, I believe they may own BET now, too. I believe they bought that from Robert Johnson. I'll have to confirm. They've never had problems playing music videos with violence and sexual innuendo. Songs about women being beat. Cardi B's WAP. Oh, that was good and dandy and fine. And it's strong, independent women's. 
But you let a little country song come out and say, come, come try it out in a small town. You know, we got a saying on this show, if you're new here, called F-A-F-O. F-A-F-O. Say what you want, say what you will about Rankin County and the Sheriff's Department. I think the reputation precedes it. F-A-F-O. Madison County. F-A-F-O. Try that in a small town. Pearl. <laughs> Double F-A-F-O. I know Dean Scott, Jake, one of them ain't playing none of that. None of it. None of it. Our Democrats around here know to keep that nonsense in Jackson. You come around here, you come, you come off, you come off into the uh, into the, the, one of the surrounding counties, Canton excluded. You go F A F O. So there's a big there's a big hubbub about it. Well. Naturally, you know. Hold on, for a second here. If you aren't, if you aren't aware, the the Rainbow Supremacy hijacked country music a long time ago. There's very few what you would think are country singers that believe a word they sing about. Let's just be honest. Country music, it's as manufactured as boy bands. This Nashville country. They they pluck somebody out in talent competitions. They write their songs for them. They piece their bands together. They create their brands. And the record companies own those brands. They own it. They're pretty much just got a paid employee up there for the most part. And I'm talking about the stuff you hear on radio, country radio, not what I consider true country music. And Jason Aldean started out as one of these people, sort of. Had some of his biggest hits, Brantley Gilbert wrote. But country music was hijacked by the LGBTQ rainbow supremacy BLM folks, left wing nut jobs, years ago. Years ago. So don't be surprised that they're anti all this. I mean, let's not forget the Dixie Chicks are now just the Chicks. Lady Annabellum is now just Lady A. Ain't a damn one of them had a hit since. Hadn't had a hit since. I know the Dixie Chicks, should I say the Chicks, still still have a huge fan base, a huge following, still out arenas, festivals. Ain't had a song on the radio since. And you know what's ironic is, is a little time has passed. You know, I remember when they got canceled, when they got canceled for saying they were ashamed of George Bush. Oh, we got in a hubbub. We didn't want their music played anymore. We were wrong on that. By the way, we were wrong on that. That was us doing cancel culture to them because they had the audacity to say something bad about our president. We were 100% wrong on that. You know, I, I was 100% wrong about all my thoughts and uh, support of George Bush to begin with. But I was young. They had just flown them planes into the towers. You know, <clears throat> it's perspective, being able to look at things through a different lens as you get older. 
Admit when you're wrong. We were wrong canceling the Dixie Chicks like we did. And I think that pushed them further into a left-wing tailspin. It would have me, you know, if it was reverse. Actually, it has. The more the left try to cancel me, the more right I become. If you follow me on Facebook yesterday, I made a post. Oh, yeah, by the way, Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town, the number one overall song, all genre, on the iTunes charts. Most downloaded song, all genre. Woke backlash equals woke backfire. If you can piss the wokes off and get them to stir in the pot for you, you got a hit on your hands. If it wasn't for them trying to cancel me and them all mad in my in my Instagram and my Facebook feeds, I'm trying to listen to these podcasts to try to find stuff I said to try to get me canceled, I wouldn't be where I'm at. I'm going to run some numbers by y'all real quick. Why are they out there trying to cancel Clay Edwards? Last month alone, here's my performance on Facebook. This last month is right here. Clay Edwards, Jackson, Mississippi's very own. Brand, currently residing in Brandon. My Facebook post reached 16.5 million people. It had over 21.4 million impressions alone. I had over 2 million likes, comments, or what they otherwise call engagement. Picked up 1.6 thousand new followers in the last 28 days alone. Woke backlash equals woke back fire. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after this on 103.9 FM WYAB. The Rowdown, a.k.a. The Clay Edwards Show. I'll try it out in a small town. This segment, it will be brought to you by our friends over there at How About Take a Break Deliveries. You just heard their commercial right there. Download the app or check out their website on your browser there, takeabreakdeliveries.com, and get you some breakfast, lunch, or dinner delivered into the uh, Tri-County area there, Pearl, Brandon, wherever you live. Breakfast is available starting here in about a half hour at 8 a.m. If you live in Rankin or Madison County, go on there, put in your address. It'll let you know which restaurants are available in your area. And boom, it's just that easy. Place your order. Use the promo code, all caps, CLAY601. Get your $5 off your first delivery fee. If you're a returning customer and you signed up to get push notifications when you downloaded the app, you'll uh, you'll get a, a fresh a fresh um, promo code of the day. Or you can go to their social media uh, sites and find them. And they save anywhere from 3 to $5 a day, depending on uh, what they got going on <clears throat> when you use that promo code. But look, man, they deliver more than just food. They deliver beer and liquor, too. So if uh, you don't feel like going to the store for whatever reason, they got you covered. Take a break deliveries, locally owned, veteran-owned, They wait on the food. The food does not wait on them. I finally got it right. (laughs) Support Keith and the folks, man. We got a couple of our great sponsors that get their food delivered by them. The Big Salad and, of course, Acme, 
pizza and daiquiris. We'll be talking about Acme pizza and daiquiris here at some point today, too. Refresh y'all's memory uh, about Acme pizza and daiquiris. So, I want to stay on this woke backlash equals woke backfire thing for a minute. Because I, I think there's a trend here. I got a text from somebody on the Guns and Gear text line that said, don't forget what they did to Morgan Wallen. And I would, and I'd been working on a list for this very segment of things that they tried to cancel, but it backfired. I got, of course, Jason Aldean. How about Sound of Freedom? Sound of Freedom and Jason Aldean are simultaneously are benefiting tremendously from the woke backlash. I mean, they give you all this free press. I tell y'all all the time. I judge not by the friends somebody keeps. I judge by the enemies they keep. If you're if you're a- angering the right people, if you're if you're angering the the anti racist racist, then you my people. I got your back. Whether what is it? I got your six. If you're angering the anti racist racist, let that soak in. You you you're doing something good. So, Morgan Wallen, they tried to cancel him, and he's the biggest country music star, not not just country music, he's one of the biggest stars in the world right now. He's as big as a Taylor Swift or a Metallica or anybody. Bigger than Beyonce. How about Kyle Larson, NASCAR driver? They tried to cancel him. He had to sit out a year. Came back with a better job and won a championship. And I think the most races um, since Jeff Gordon's big year back in the 90s. Let's take a call real quick. Hey, you're on there. Morning, Clay. Hey, Chris. Man, talking about the music and all, when I was coming up, they was going after D.O., the Holy Diver, Ozzy, you know, all those groups. You get on up to Marilyn Manson. Go, you remember what was that song, Wop, Wop? Yeah, yeah, Wop. Okay, go pull up Pound Town. They got little preteen pants and this stuff. It's this worse than Wop. They don't, you don't hear nothing said about none of that. Hmm. Cultural rights. This dude wrote a song about what's going on. It, you know, and they, they go after it. I mean, it, it, but you don't hear nothing said about none of that. And it, it's pure porn. I mean, it, it, I'm I'm blessed. I didn't have no girls. If I call them this and that stuff, I don't know what I'd do. Yeah, they say this song harkens back to the sundown towns. And I'm going to say, so be it if it does. You come down to some of these towns playing this nonsense, trying to loot, rob, kill, steal, whether it's sun up or sundown. It may be your last one. Right. Like it, uh, when they was going to try to do the Antifa thing in uh, Brandon at the time. Yeah, they tried it out in Madison. We went out there to uh, that right, right, Freedom right. Park. I was right, out right. there. I was out there in case they stepped out. Man, they put them in a little box. It was a bunch of skinny, soy boy, ugly girls. You couldn't tell one from another. Well, they, it's, it's, it's like straight dogs. When they're by themselves, they won't jump. But when you put them in a pack, they think they can't be, you know, can't be pushed back. But they're wrong about that. Man. I don't know. I never thought I'd see it getting like this. And this, I mean, every time you turn around, they're going after something that has no meaning. 
And just like you said, it just drove his sales up. That's all it does. I mean, our side has had enough. We're going to fight back with our dollars. Exactly. That's all we think. I don't know what you do to them. Like I said, I tell Kim all the time, it's time to start doing some throat punching. We, oh, absolutely. I mean, look, Disney is on the verge of a collapse. They had an emergency all-hands-on-deck meeting yesterday about what's going on with Disney. Disney's lines right now at the theme parks are shorter than they were three weeks into the lockdowns. Wow. And it's just like the actors on strike. You know, all those actors now doing all that. Well, y'all don't want to let your company start doing all the streaming and all this stuff, and now you got the AI going to come in. Hey, join, join the club. Get out here like the rest of them. Get a real job. Learn to code. That's it. All right, Clay, I'm going to let you get the top off here, brother. Be Appreciate safe. it. Bye. Yeah, hey, Hillary Clinton told those coal miners in West Virginia, learn to code. I have no sympathy for these actors, writers, none of that stuff. Y'all are trash. Most of you going to hell, and I hope and I hope to see you there. Ugh. Not hope to see you there. Hope to send you there. Evil, evil, rainbow supremacists have no sympathy for you. None. Get a real job. Go punch a clock. Let's check out the Guns and Gear text line. Ty says, pound town is horrible. First line is, I'm out of town thugging with my rounds. My hoo-hoo pink. I can't even, I can't, I don't even know if I can adjust the words to read any of this on the air. But yeah, you know, any sexual exploitation of children, or especially black children, they're perfectly fine with. You know, something else they're, they're fine with doing, and I know my our, our, our strong black men out there listening know exactly what I'm talking about. Our strong black women out here listening will know exactly what I'm talking about. There's been this obsession in Hollywood over the last uh, decade, really further than that, but we'll just say the last decade, with emasculating black men. Putting them in dresses, getting them to play gay roles, getting straight men to play gay roles, all kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, somebody else that's going to hell is Oprah Winfrey. She is an evil, evil, vile lizard person. I know that's not a popular thing to say in Mississippi, but it's true. Oh, yeah, it's true. I'm going to play a, I'm going to play a clip here. Dave Chappelle uh, was t- was talking back in 2006 on Oprah about Hollywood emasculating black men. What I'm going to play y'all is 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 kind of funny. It ain't funny, but Oprah later removed this part of the interview from the final edit. You know, because she's all tied into it. You know, it don't take much of a conspiracy theorist. To know that she hangs out with a lot of sexual predators. She's on the, allegedly on the Epstein fly logs. Let's listen to this. The thing to do is to be true to yourself, especially when everybody's watching. Yes, yes. Show business has to do with compromise and wearing the mask. You know, when they say black folks, we wear that mask. You yeah. walk in that boardroom, it's not you like, you don't walk in the boardroom like, what's popping, baby? You know, you, you got to be, you got to put that mask on. And, you know, it's like we're bilingual. We speak job interview and we speak, when we speak around each other. You know what I'm saying? 
Did you feel like a sellout? I felt like they got me in touch with my inner coon. They, they stirred him up. Really? When we was doing that sketch and that guy laughed, I felt like, man, I, I felt like they got me. They got me. I mean, I'm a conspiracy theorist to a degree. Like, when I, I connect dots that maybe shouldn't be connected, I don't know. But certain dots, like when I see that they put every black man in the movies in a dress at some point in their career, I'll be connecting them down. Like, why all these brothers got to wear a dress? This happened to me. I'm doing a movie with Martin. Yeah. The movie's going good. So I walk in a trailer. I'm like, man, this must be the wrong trailer because there's a dress in here. <laughs> they come in. The writer comes in. I think he's the writer. He's like, Dave, listen, we got this hilarious scene where Martin's sneaking out of jail. So he disguises you as a prostitute. <laughs> and he put this dress on. And, it, huh? What? Well, a prostitute? No, nah, I'm not doing that. I don't feel comfortable with that. That should have been in a discussion. What? You don't feel comfortable with it. I mean, this is a hilarious bit. All the greats have done it. So, well, if all the greats have done it, it's kind of hacky, right? You're right. So why don't we just not do it? Because I don't feel comfortable wearing a dress. Oh, come on, Dave. Listen, we, we got it all set up. We're supposed to shoot. Every, every minute your waist costs this much money. You know, the pressure comes in. Huh. He said, I'm, nah, I'm not wearing no dress, man. I'm funnier than a dress. Just give me something funny to say. I don't even wear no dress to be funny. What am I, Milton Berle? You know, we're going like this. And then finally he's like, ah. And he, he leaves. And then, like, the director comes, Dave. It really would be great if you wear the dress. You couldn't make that joke today. You couldn't make that joke today. <laughs> wear, the, wear the dress. I don't want to wear the dress. I want to wear this dress. Everybody in that crowd that's laughing is going to hell. <laughs> I'm kidding. The woke swink they are. Everybody in that crowd just got canceled. Antifa frantically typing, who is in the crowd at Oprah laughing? You can't laugh at Brokeback Mountain jokes. You know what I mean? Is, oh, gosh, this guy's so difficult. They leave. Now the producers comes, come on, David, would be so great. I mean, and then I started thinking about it. all the comics that I've seen. Man, you know, strong brothers, why, why are they putting us in these dresses? But the minute it was clear, I was adamant, I'm not wearing a dress, I'm not. Wearing the dress. All right. Fine. Think of something else. Guy comes back ten minutes later. The whole new scene. Hot damn, how did you write the scene so fast? <laughs> you know, it's like, so, you gotta take a stand. Exactly. You gotta take a stand. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by, you know, I teased it a minute ago. Let's talk about Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's for a second. Get out there, see Chip and the team today and Fan and Mart on the res. They've been open for over a year now. Over a year, a lot of restaurants come, a lot of restaurants go. If you can make it past that first year, you're usually on to something in the restaurant business. Uh, you know, I think they've just gotten better and better and better over there as they've uh, had the opportunity to make more pies. You know, the more you do it, the better you get at it. It's apparently, except talk radio. I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. Today's the 557th episode, and I'm getting, I can just about form a complete sentence now. But uh, anyway, 
Get over there, check out Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's. I got nine different frozen daiquiris on tap that you can now get delivered or taken to go. That's right. Get your daiquiris to go from Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's uh, and delivered via take-a-break deliveries. But hey, if you're not in the mood for alcohol, I know we talk a lot about that on the show, but how about one of their 12 specialty pizzas? I mean, that's really, that's the money shot there anyway. It's a pizza place, so go try one of those. I like, I like the pig, pig, pig. Got the pulled pork on it, smoked there on site. Not brought in from somewhere, not out of a can, you know, not frozen, not cooked off-site, smoked on site. How many pizza places smoke their own meats? I'm not saying they don't do it. I'm just saying I don't know of another one that does. So check it out, man. Acme Pizza and Dacris. Try that wheel of flavor. You can put three different specialty pies onto one pizza so you can help pick your favorite when moving forward. You can try some of their pasta. They got great burgers, fries, uh, nachos, mozzarella sticks, the whole nine yards. There's so much more than just a pizza joint. Try the dynamite balls. It's that very pulled pork I spoke of wrapped into a ball with some cream cheese in the middle, fried, and then drizzled with some barbecue sauce. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. One of the best appetizers in the city. So Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's Phantom Mart on the res, open daily, 4 p.m. to around midnight. And, of course, they're available on all food delivery apps, including take-a-break deliveries. All right, so I'm getting some text here on the Guns and Gear text line. People said, hey, Clay, don't forget about Kyle Larson. He got cut from NASCAR team one year. Yep, I had just uh, – Randy, I think you came in just a few minutes late, brother. We just talked about Kyle Larson. Uh, we talked about Morgan Wallen. Um, and there's so many others. And you know what's funny about the J- – funny is not the proper word. Funny in an ironic sense about the Jason Aldean thing. You know, he was on stage during the Las Vegas Massacre when dozens of people lost their lives. So he's seen this with a first-hand view of what gun violence can do, of what a psychopath with a gun can do. And I think even for a minute after that, when he was pretty shook up, he may have spoke out, you know, about maybe some gun laws, if my memory serves me correct. But I think, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, hey, he just watched a massacre in front of him Maybe we should try to try to keep guns out of out of psychopaths' hands, possibly, you know. And of course, there's a whole conspiracy theory on this thing too. And I'm not saying it's wrong because it's a theory, but there's a lot of people who think that that guy who pulled that massacre in Vegas was a government plant. That that was indeed another 9/11 type situation, so they could do a gun grab. None of it makes any sense. None of it makes any sense. Ackman's razor. The most likely answer is probably the answer. And the most likely answer seems like it was a false flag to set up a gun grab. And next thing you know, bump stops are banned. You tell me. Co- coincidence? I think not. But anyway, so the... The left loved Jason Aldean after that. Oh, country star says guns should be banned. Yeah, then he becomes buddies with Trump. His nads drop some. Starts doing MAGA stuff. 
They hate his wife, too, because she speaks out against all this LGBTQ nonsense. They hate her. They got some kind of insurrection Barbie or something, they call her. Resurrection Barbie, something like that. Oh, they can't stand a pretty girl. The left hates good-looking women. I mean, look, look at all their untouchable trolls on their side. Un, I'm using the word touchable in replacement for a word that I can't say on the radio. We'll just say untouchable trolls. Not, not that, You could put 12 of these little skinny, liberal, white women in a room together and not have a whole booty. Ain't a single one of them got, got some bad, a badonky donk. I mean, yeah, I'm telling you, you could put a baker's dozen of them together and not have one badonky donk. You know what I'm talking about, guys. You know what I'm talking about. It's one of the things that you're across the room like, dang, who's that? You ain't never said that about a liberal woman. You ain't never said that about a liberal woman. Not one of these white ones. <laughs> anyway, I was just going off on a tangent there. Uh, I ain't never afraid to talk about booty. Never afraid to. But long story short, the Jason Aldean backfire, backlash, backfired. Jason Aldean's got the number one song in the country. He's out on a sold-out tour. He's so hot he had a heat stroke on stage the other night. You can't make this up. Boy's on fire. My boy is on fire. So kudos to Jason. Hopefully, hopefully country radio. So I made this post the other day. Hopefully country radio doesn't cancel him. I can't listen to it, y'all. I I, I, have, I curate my own playlist. I'll find a song here and there. I'll add about one new song a month to my playlist. But, I, but I'm curious. And I, look, and I, I got friends over at US 96.3. Nate, Tracy, uh, I got some people over there in that building I'm friends with, but I'm, I'm going to be curious to see if our local country music stations are still playing this stuff, or that, or, or is this song canceled over there too? You know, I, I may try to put it on in the background today at the office and stomach as much of this new LGBTQ country I can. I think there's a big concert at the amphitheater tonight. Who is it? Sam Hunt. So. I just can't get into much of this new country. I, I, I'm sorry. I like some of it, but they need to come up with a new name for it. It ain't country. It's like pop. Let's see here on the Guns and Gear text line. But I'm curious. Will, will Is country radio going to bend the knee to the woke mob that actually doesn't listen to country radio? This has got big Bud Light vibes to it, doesn't it? This whole thing, CMT canceling the video, banning the video for try that in a small town. It's like they're alienating their, the people that actually watch their channel. I, I didn't, I'll be honest. I didn't know CMT still played videos. Every time I flip through, it's, it's, it's some nonsensical reality show. Redneck and pregnant or something. But um, for the sake of arguing, I, I, I guess... They don't play country music videos anymore. They don't play this one. But uh, I'm curious, Will. I keep repeating it because I lose my train of thought. I'm curious if country radio is going to keep the song. 
It's the number one downloaded song in the world right now. All genre. In America, anyway. I'm curious what Billboard's going to do with it. Like, I was looking on my Amazon. I use Amazon Music more so than I have Apple Music also, but I've had the Amazon one for so long. It's where all my playlists are. And I'm on a family account with some people on the Apple one. Anyway, I was looking at the the song this morning when I pulled up Jason Aldean. And I've never seen this before because it tells you how little new music I listen to. But I just went to a J, I put in Jason Aldean in the search bar on Amazon Prime to pull up some music. And it had five or six songs listed there. And beside Jason Aldean's song, it said trending. So... It's being played a lot. And I'm not and it's number one on the Amazon. I don't even know how to pull I mean it's number one on Apple. I don't even know how to pull up the charts on Amazon. But good good for Jason, man. He is a he's one of the good dudes. I've seen him live I bet you ten times over the years. From nightclubs to the convention center to him headlining the fair one night inside the Coliseum. To him coming back and playing the Coliseum with Eric Church as an opener. I think that's the last time I saw him because he blew up so much after that I wasn't going to see him in a stadium. But kudos to Jason Aldean. Staying relevant and doing it his way. Just like Clay Edwards. Doing it my way. We'll be right back. Close out the first hour. Hour two. I want to dive into this Carly Russell stuff. Get away from Jackson. Get away from the culture war for a minute. Let's talk about the new Juicy Smoulet, right over there in Alabama. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back in here to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, the Rule Breaker When Necessary show. But we ain't got but about a minute here before our top of the hour breaks. I just want to remind y'all, today's the last day. Well, actually, today and tomorrow. No, today's Thursday. Today is the last day to get your order in with Stonington Farm Beef. They're going to be up here tomorrow dropping off that grass-fed, hormone-free, antibiotic-free, MRNA-free, and grass-finished beef from Perkinston, Mississippi. Get you some ribeyes. Get you some chuck eyes. No, I got, I got all the chuck eyes. You ain't getting those. Get you some sirloin. Get you some ground beef. They got it all there, man. Short rib. They got a short rib special right now. I saw it on Facebook last night. I think it's like six forty nine or six ninety nine a pound, something like that. I love beef short ribs. Way easier to cook too than I ever thought they would be. But look, get some of that grass fed, grass finished beef. You will not be disappointed. I'm telling you, the hamburger meat. If you don't get anything else, if you don't get anything else, get you a couple pounds of that hamburger meat. Make you some tacos. Make you some dirty rice. Make you some spaghetti. Make you some hamburgers. Make you some meatloaf. That's what I need to try with the next is a good meatloaf. All right. Stoningtonfarm.com. That's Stonington with two N's. Got to the end of business today to get your order in for tomorrow. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. We're going to dive into Carly Russell, the Alabama Juicy Smoulet. Award-winning podcaster jackson free press best podcast they quit giving the award away after clay edwards won it (laughs) true story didn't even invite me to the ceremony to accept my award but hey that's life in the big city that's what it 
That's life in a city like Jackson when you're the only right winger doing a podcast. Oh, good times. Good times. I couldn't believe I won. <laughs> I couldn't believe Jackson Free Press voters voted Clay Edwards as the best podcast. That's what led to me getting a radio show. That best podcast award. <laughs> well, forever. When your enemies vote you the best, you know you're doing something right. <laughs> anyway. Welcome back into the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It's hour two of the incendiariness, right here on 103.9 FM. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at, <clears throat> how about my friend, Miss Tina, at Patina Hair Studio. Look, man, you got guys. I've seen some of y'all. I saw some of y'all at the Ted Nugent concert the other night. You need to go get your hair cut. You need to go to Patina. You get to go to Patina, get your hair cut. They take walk-ins, but uh, I would suggest getting an appointment. Get you a cut, get you a nice fade or whatever it is you like to do. Maybe get a little color in it. It's a lot of that gray out there. Go on. I ain't lie. I ain't gonna lie. I put a little color in mine. I can be. I got. I got the rest of my life to be old. I got the rest of my life to be old and gray. I ain't ready. I ain't ready. Put a little color in that beard. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie to kick it. You follow me on Facebook, heck, you know I do. <laughs> One week there's a picture of me with a with a brown beard. The next week there's a picture of me with a gray beard. <laughs> I'm a bit lazy with it, but hey, it is what it is. But look, get out there to Patina Hair Studio in Ridgeland. Let them get you a nice cut that you can actually replicate at home with a good style. Women, get your hair colored, get your extensions, get your Brazilian blowouts. Hey, guys, girls, I ain't judging. Manicures, pedicures, they do it all there at Patina Hair Studio. You've heard me talk about it at nauseum, but I'm telling you, uh, ladies especially, you know, when you get your hair colored, I date a stylist, so I'm learning about these things. When you get your hair colored, there's a set time, and it can be 20 to 30 minutes. You're just kind of sitting around doing nothing. At Patina Hair Studio, you spend that set time in the shampoo station chairs that double as full-body massage chairs. Do I really... Do I, do I, I can just shut up right here, right? I can just shut up right here. But look, you're going to get over-the-top over good service. They sell great products there as well that you can't go buy in the stores. So stop by, see them. PatinaHairStudio.com, located right over there in Ridgeland, right by Krilakis Greek Restaurant. Um, if you know where that is, you'll know where Patina is. Give them a call. Check them out. PatinaHairStudio.com. Check them out on Facebook. Patina Hair Studio. And uh, my friend Tina's good folks too, man. She's good folks. She's from right there in Florence, Mississippi. She's one of us. She's one of us. And I tell you all the time, we got a wide array of sponsors here. When they when they help support what we do so we can stay on the air doing what we do, let's support them so they can keep doing what they do. It's a circle of life. It just keeps giving. It just keeps giving. Patina Hair Studio. All right. <clears throat> Carly Russell. I ain't going to lie, y'all. I was a little late to the dance on this story. I, I You know, I, when somebody's like, oh, it's a, it's a missing girl, I, I'll be honest. My spidey senses always go up on this kind of stuff. It's it, it's just like when when somebody tells me the police killed a black man for no reason. He he was just walking to the on his way to Bible study, and the police just pulled up and killed him. 
I'm like, well, there's, I'm wait, I'm wait. There's more to the story because you know I know police don't just do that. Police don't just do that. So my spidey senses go up on these type things. You know, like when a when a gay actor in Hollywood that lives in Chicago gets assaulted at two in the morning on his way to Subway by two Trump supporting thugs. Gets bleach poured on them in a noose, and they say, "Welcome to MAGA country." My spidey senses go up. Like I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if I believe that. So this story, let me give you a little synopsis real quick. This is a girl who had gone through a breakup. She's uh, flunking out of nursing school, and um, she was on her way home. And sees a toddler on the side of the road. Crawling down the interstate. A toddler. She calls 911. And then she disappears. People thought the toddler was a trap. Somebody put their toddler out there to crawl down the road so they could nab an unsuspecting good, uh, good citizen. Good Samaritan. People believed this. Y'all are so stupid. Why are you so stupid? Anyway, she shows up a couple days later at her parents' house on foot. Now, here's one of the funny things. There's some video of her going into a store to buy some snacks. She left her purse in her vehicle and her eye watch, of course, because didn't want to be tracked. She may have left her phone there too, I would presume. But you know what wasn't missing? You know what wasn't left at the scene? The snacks that she bought at the store. <laughs> Couldn't find them. She took her snacks with her. So what we're going to do here? We're going to play about a six-minute video, or until I decide to stop it. This is the press conference with the police folks over there in Hoover, Alabama. I think it's Hoover, Alabama. But um, they're going to lay it out for us. And this is going to be about as good as it gets. Y'all enjoy. I'll chime in when, I, I'll, uh, chime in when necessary. Carly's 911 call remains the only report of a child on the interstate, despite numerous vehicles passing through the area at that time. No one has called to report that a child is missing, and the Hoover Police Department did not locate any evidence of a small child walking down the interstate. Data from Carly's phone, including her Life360 app, shows that she traveled approximately 600 yards in her vehicle while she was on the phone with 911, stating that she was following a child. 600 yards. That is six football fields straight. 600 yards. The Hoover 911 Center received a second call from Carly's mother, stating that a relative was on the phone with her when they heard Carly scream, and then they had an open phone line. Hoover police officers arrived on the scene within five minutes of being dispatched, and several other officers arrived shortly. They located Carly's wig and cell phone in the grass near the vehicle. Her purse was located in the front seat of her vehicle with her Apple uh, watch in the purse. Now, you know, the one part of that that did make it somewhat believable was that she left her wig. I know how important wigs are to some people. The food she ordered for Tzatziki's was also in the car. The items she purchased from Target as well 
as the items taken from her place of employment were not in the vehicle, nor were they located anywhere around. That's the snacks that he's referring to that I told you all about. The scene. Hoover police deployed all available assets from the point in the search for Carly. Additional resources were called in to include our own drone unit, crime scene investigators, numerous detectives responded to the scene. Throughout the day Friday, officers from surrounded local and federal agencies assisted Hoover police in the search for Carly Russell. Officers returned to the scene on 459 to conduct a thorough line search for evidence. K-9 teams from the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department responded to check for any sign of Carly, the child that she claimed to see, and anything else that could be considered evidence in this case. Those searches all turned up empty. Private citizens, including search parties organized by our family, friends, began looking everywhere that they could to find any trace. These searches took place throughout the day Friday and again on Saturday, yielding nothing. At 10.44 p.m. on July 15th, the Hoover 911 center receives a call from Carly's residence stating that she returned home on foot. In subsequent investigations, detectives obtained surveillance footage of Carly walking down the sidewalk alone prior to arrival at a residence. She was conscious and speaking with paramedics when she was transported to UAB. Detectives were able to obtain a brief statement from her prior to being treated and released. During the statement, she told detectives that while traveling down the interstate, she saw a baby walking down the side of the road and called 911. She stated when she got out of her vehicle to check on the child, a man came out of the trees and mumbled that he was checking on the baby. She claimed that the man then picked her up and she screamed. She stated he then made her go over a fence. She claims he then forced her into a car and the next thing she remembers is being in the trailer of an 18-wheeler. She stated that the male was with a female. However, she never saw the female, only hearing her voice. She also told detectives she could hear a baby crying. She told detectives the male had orange hair with a big bald spot on the back. She said orange hair well, must have been a Democrat. She was able to escape the 18-wheeler and fled on foot, only to be captured again, and then was put in a car. She claimed she was then blindfolded but was not tied up because the captor said they did not want to leave impressions on her wrists. She said that they took her into a house and made her get undressed. She believes they took pictures of her, but she does not remember them having any physical or sexual contact. She stated the next day she woke up and was fed cheese crackers by the female. She said the woman also played with her hair but could not remember anything else. At some point, she was put back in a vehicle she claims was able to escape while it was in the West Hoover area. She told detectives she ran through lots of woods until she came out near her residence. During this interview, detectives noted that Carly had a small injury to her lip, and she claimed that her head was hurting. She also had a tear on her shirt. Detectives also noted that she had $107 cash in her right sock. Out of respect for Carly and her family, detectives did not press for additional information in this interview and made plans to speak with her in detail after giving her time to rest. Detectives continue analyzing data from Carly's cell phone that was left behind at the scene. We enlisted the help of the United States Secret Service in conducting this analysis. Part of what data included several internet searches in the days leading up to her disappearance I, I know he's putting y'all to sleep, but pay attention here. Pay attention here. That I think are rel very relevant to this case. 
on July 11th at 7.30 a.m., the term, you have to pay for an Amber Alert was searched. On July 13th at 1.03 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term, how to take money from a register without being caught was searched. On July 13th at 2.13 a.m., the day of her disappearance, the term Birmingham bus station was searched. On July 13th, 2.35 a.m., a search for a one-way bus ticket from Birmingham to Nashville was conducted with a departure date of July 13th. On July 13th, at 12.10 p.m., a search for the movie Taken, a film about abduction, was conducted. There were two searches related to Amber Alerts on a computer at Carly's place of employment, including one regarding the maximum age of an Amber Alert. There were other searches on Carly's phone that appeared to shed some light on her mindset, but out of respect for her privacy, we will not be releasing the content of those searches at this time. We've asked to interview Carly a second time, but have not been granted that request. As you can see, there are many questions left to be answered, but only Carly can provide those answers. What we can say is that we've been unable to verify most of Carly's initial statement made to investigators, and we have no reason to believe that there is a threat to the public safety related to the time. All right, what do y'all think? Let's take a break real quick, come back, we'll break it down. Give me a call. 601-879-0002. I'd like to hear y'all's theories on all this. I mean, I guess there really ain't no theories to have. They've kind of laid it out. But if you got any thoughts or want to make a joke at her expense, I'm in. I'm here. I'm here for it. 601-879-0002. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 FM WYAB. Hi, right, welcome back in. This is the Clay Edwards Show. I am, of course... The maitre d' of chaos, Clay Edwards himself. This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Guns and Gear. Hey, man, get out there. Get your pew-pew. I was admiring all of my pew-pews the other day. Uh, you know, over the years, you tend to collect some nice things. A lot of ammo. <laughs> I'm preparing for the for the inevitable collapse of society, apparently. Between pew pew and um, what are the uh, my meal my MREs? <laughs> so much for my carb my carb free diet. Well, when the collapse eventually happens, powdered powdered food is not necessarily carb free. Anyway, I digress. Guns and gear. You can get prepared for the inevitable collapse of society or just a trip to Jackson today by rolling out there Highway Fifty One North in Gluckstadt. Check out their wide array of guns, ammo, accessories, and more. Hey, don't forget they buy guns too. Um, you know, look for the most part, pawn shops are typically in undesirable areas, like Jackson. So you need you in a pinch, you need some money. Just uh, you know, you don't feel like adding another gun to the to the pile. You want to sell one, do it there. You know, walk in, trade it in, or Get you some cash to leave with, you know, in a, from a nice area, from good folks, from gun folks. Look, I, I heard a story the other day. Um, it, you know what? It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. I'll, I'll tell it after the after the ad read. 
but it's about Facebook Marketplace and fake and fake checks. Still, still happening. You ain't got to worry about that at Guns and Gear, just like you ain't got to worry about it at Ellis Autoplex. Sell your stuff to the people to the pros that buy stuff and don't get got. But get out there, Ellis Auto. Dang it, Guns and Gear. Shop them online, GunsandGearMS.com. Go see Hunter and the team. Check out Fred's Deal of the Day on Facebook. I'm telling you, gun guys, gun girls, you are missing out on legit deals of the day if you're not following Guns and Gear on Facebook. I'm, just, I'm telling you. Get out there. Check them out. GunsandGearMS.com. You can shop them online there or do it in person out there at the actual store right next to Booze Smokehouse. Get you some good barbecue. Free plug for Booze. Get you some good barbecue while you're there at the gun store. While, the, while you're waiting on your background check to come back, go grab some barbecue. Heck, I might do that next time I run in my background check. You know, speaking of that, there, there's a couple people who like to, in Jackson, that like to run their mouths and make these accusations that I'm a felon. Now, I'm not saying it ain't because of the grace of God that I'm not, but I'm not. And the multiple background checks I've had to get would would uh would solidify that that factual statement that I'm not. So I just I kind of chuckle all the time when I when I think about that. But you know, I, a friend of mine and her son came by the dealership the other day, uh, and she, she was telling me the story. You know, I, y'all, I've been I've been bad. I've been making fun of people who get got on Facebook Marketplace with these um with these counterfeit checks because it had not actually happened to somebody that I know. It's kind of easy to laugh from afar. But she was like, yeah, he sold a couple vehicles on Marketplace, and one of them ended up being with a counterfeit certified check or cashier's check. Got him for like $9,000. Man, I just felt bad. I really did. I felt bad, but I still just can't. I I can't tell y'all enough. Don't take a certified check or a cashier's check from these people off of Marketplace without being able to 100% verify the funds and a, and a verify their identification. I know when you're trying to sell stuff, especially expensive stuff, it, it it's exciting for one thing, and you're relieved to be able to sell this thing and not have to mess with it anymore. But if it's on a weekend, man, push it to Monday. If it's during the week, push it to the next day. Or if it's during business hours of a bank, verify that. Because you're going to find out real quick if it's good. You say, okay, great. I just need to verify it real quick. I'm going to call the bank. Their reaction is going to tell you all you need to know. That's Especially if it's a bunch of little thug rats. No, man. No, just never mind. You got to do all that. Never mind. So just, just please think about that. If you're selling a gun, go see Guns and Gear. You're selling a vehicle, come see me at Ellis Autoplex. We'll we'll give you. You'll safely leave with mon- real money. Yeah, well, a, a good check anyway, local check. Just food for thought. I could do a show about this every day. And here's the deal. Here's something I I, I, I assumed, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure of. When when you get your car stolen from you like that, insurance doesn't cover it. Insurance does not cover it if you get if you get hustled out your car. No, I mean just just be honest. Nor should they. Nor should they. So, 
be mindful. Don't think you're going to be able to charge it to your insurance if your car. If you willingly hand somebody the keys and sign the title over, they didn't steal your car. They, they stole your money. It's a difference. Insurance ain't responsible for your money. So, all right. <clears throat> Didn't mean to do a whole segment about, about counterfeit checks, but that's it's just something I'm passionate about because I hate seeing it happen to people. But knowing everything we know and social media being the way it is and being able to see everything, I see it so often. I mean, I, I see it more than anything with guys with their four wheel, their four, their uh, side by sides, and their and their four wheelers. I mean, good lord, see it all the time with that. Let's see here. I gotta get a text. All right, so my buddy over at JPD says it's tech. It's called embezzlement under contract when they do that. But again, it's not auto theft. So you're not covered by insurance. Maybe there's a policy that will cover that. An add-on policy of some sort. I don't know. But I, I would doubt it. If anybody's out there does insurance, let me know. I'm curious. Hey, man, quick update. You know, I, we, we prayed for our buddy Roger's son the other day. Was having open heart surgery for the second time. And I got an update from Roger here. I hope you don't mind me reading this. He asked for prayers publicly, so I'm sure he won't mind. He said he. I, I just asked him how he was doing. He said he's good. A little sore around the groin area where they went in, but said he's feeling normal. So that's good stuff, man. Prayer works. Prayer works. But let's do this. Instead of running over on this segment, let's go ahead and take our break, come back, and we're going to jump back into the Carly Russell stuff. This is the Clay Edwards Show. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Got a little off track there that last segment, but I hey, look, man, I I think that being a public service announcer can be a good thing every now and then. I mean, look, I see these things that I'm passionate about, and I can't hide things I'm passionate about. I don't like seeing people get taken advantage of, but I also get to where I'm like, when you have a ton of access to information available to you. And you continue to let these things happen to you. I, I have a hard time feeling bad for you, but every case is a little different. Every case is a little different. So, just uh, man, be weary. If it's too good to be true, it's probably not true. I think it's a good, good uh, theme for your life. Good, good rule to live by. All right. So this Carly Russell stuff. We 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 spent the whole prior segment discussing it. My buddy Michael. Has been uh, has been on top of this for since day one. Sending me stuff before I even knew what it was about on this deal. And he sent me this little article. This is a tweet I think from Complex. It's a it's kind of a black urban type lifestyle magazine. And the the cop went over this, but I think it bears repeating. It said this is Carly Russell's search history before before her disappearance had been revealed. This is what they found on Tuesday, July eleventh. At 7.30 a.m., she she did a search. Do you have to pay for an Amber Alert? But they, I love people's search history, too, because it just lets you know how stupid people are. Uh, on Thursday, July 13th at 1.03 a.m., 
How to take money from a register without being caught. Pulled on a robbery. And uh, same night, at, or same morning at 2.35 a.m., a search for a one-way ticket from Birmingham to Nashville. She's going to be a country music star. She'll fit in right up there good with the with the rainbow supremacists running Nashville. <laughs> oh, man. You know, and what's really sad about this, there's a woman, I got to pull her name back up here, who apparently uh, in 2016, her daughter was kidnapped. And bear with me one second, I'm scrolling back down here. Her daughter was kidnapped, and she was like one of the first women on the scene trying to help find this girl. Here it is right here. I'm just going to read from a tweet. It says, thinking about Angela Harris today. When Angela heard that Carly Russell was potentially kidnapped, she jumped into action and was among the first to lead the community search. Angela's daughter was kidnapped and murdered in 2019. Rest in peace, Anaya Blanchard. And I read a little bit more on this the other day. And, you know, apparently the, the police response was not nearly as aggressive for that initial search and rescue as it was for this one. Apparently there was some backlash, so on and so forth. So they that's why they jumped all in on this one. So, you know, you got this woman out there who probably feels like if I can do my part to help save this girl, helps keep this family from going through what I had to go through. You know, she's out there. And the girl just playing with her emotions. Juicy. Birmingham Juicy. Over here just playing with her emotions. She should be ashamed of herself. Ashamed of herself. Her family and her should have to pay back every penny of overtime that city spent, every resource that was wasted, the whole nine yards. You know, I don't even want to call this a mental health problem. I think I, I I addressed it as that the other day. I said, we got a mental health problem in this country. This girl's probably strung out on drugs. This girl's just an idiot. She was apparently doing this because she was going through a breakup and wanted the attention of her next boyfriend. Pathetic. Um, I saw on Facebook earlier, so it must be true, but somebody shared the the boyfriend's Facebook profile. And I guess Carly has a fake profile of a guy, and she was in the comments, like, defending herself. She's still doing this. So, this is nonsense. She needs to be arrested for something. And I have no sympathy. No sympathy for this girl. What do y'all think, man? Casey texted in and said the story is 100% uh, fabricated. I agree. Our, Our FBI agent on the wall, our occasional fill in host around here. Retired FBI agent Chris Hinkle, you know, he, he, something made his uh, his ears perk up a little bit. He said it's interesting that they sought the help of the U.S. Secret Service and not the FBI on tracking her phone. You know, I heard that too, and I don't, you know, I'm obviously I'm not deep enough in the weeds that I would I would know why they would use one instead of the other. But that is interesting that the you would use the FBI and not the I mean the the Secret Service and not the FBI. I mean, why would the Secret Service offer their assistance on uh, a missing person's cell phone data. 
That's kind of strange. I mean, again, maybe there's a completely logical reason that I'm not aware of, but I don't know what it is. Maybe, maybe Chris is still listening. He can chime in and give us an idea why they would have done that. But that made my ears perk up a little bit too. You know, and, and that's the other problem. This is one of these things. Well, not that's the other problem. Here's another problem with this type of stuff. Now it's the old boy that cried wolf type thing. Now the next time this happens, are people going to have the same energy to want to run out there and help somebody? Or not the next time this happens, the next time somebody comes up missing. And it seems like a wild story. Are people going to have the same energy to want to run out there and help? Or are they going to say, nah, it's just the next Carly Russell? That's what you got to worry about. You know, is do people, are people going to care as much? Are they going to take it seriously? I'm going to tell you, you know, it's like the weathermen around here. Always, the, the it's a tornado coming through. It's going to be, it's a, it's an alert day. Going to be tornado. Now, I will always believe that because I, hate bad weather you gotta all you gotta do is tell me tornado and i go into hunkering down but a lot of people don't i'll call up uh my family my girlfriend other like oh it's gonna be bad weather y'all you gotta go and get, get to the house get to where you're going get off the roads call the kids uh, I, i'm in full prepper mode when bad weather comes i'm leaving work early the whole nine yards i hate bad weather Tornado weather. I don't like hurricanes and stuff. That don't bother me because that doesn't really affect me. But hailstorm, I don't care about any of that. Tornadoes. I hate tornadoes. There's just nothing you can do about it. When one decides to drop out of the sky on top of you, you just got to hope you ain't where it drops at. You want to know what my, my fear is, what my boogeyman is? It's tornadoes and Jackson gas stations. Ain't. A, a tornado got a better chance of getting me than a Jackson gas station. I can control that. But anyway, it's like these weathermen always talking about today's the day. We're going to have F5s tearing through central Mississippi. Maybe I'm exaggerating a bit. They don't say it quite like that, but you get my point. You begin to get numb to it. Other people begin to get numb to it. They're like, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to do what I do. And if it rains, it rains. And it gets harder and harder to convince people to take it serious when every time you say it, nothing happens. That's exactly what's happening here. You know, when you have these fake cases, it gets harder and harder, or these hoaxes, it gets harder and harder to keep people's energy levels up about it every, the next time there's one. You know, there's, this made me think about something. You know, we're never scared to make stuff about race on the Clay Edwards show. The there's a thing out there in the black community when a white girl comes up missing. I think they, I can't remember the name. Of it. It's like missing white girl syndrome or something like that. Like they, they say that the public freaks out more when a white girl comes up missing. But if the same girl, the same scenario, same everything were equal and black, that nobody would care. The Gabby Petito, am I saying that right? The Gabby Petito disappearance was a good example of that. Well, I think this right here completely busts that myth wide open because this had the country on the edge of its seats. And this is a black girl. Let's take a phone call. Hey, you're on there. Oh, good morning, Mr. Dow. 
the real D. Harper, Master D. Hey, Master D. I've been prophesizing on the radio, and I've been pretty good at it. Ask Kim Wade, but what we're going to use the term white and black. What white people don't know is that our history is written right there in the Word. It's time for us, the ones that want to stay, the American government needs to give us the option to go back to our motherland. America cannot be saved, sir. It's not global warming. It's y'all's warning. And Mississippi, Florida, Florida going to be damn near wiped off the map. We got to realize that uh, your father originated from our father, Jock Ben. And uh, we come from uh, the creator himself. You can like it. But when you have a group of people... All right, I like Master D, but I can't handle the the radio up in the background. Master D, you're going to have to holler back, brother. I, I can't do the radio. All right, let's take a break real quick. Come back, land the plane for the day. Uh, Master D, you're welcome to call back if you, uh, if you can t- cut your radio down. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Had a fun show today, man. We've hit a bunch of different wide-ranging topics. I enjoyed that first hour discussing woke backlash equals woke backfire. Every time the wokes attack, we're standing up and we're taking, we're, we're getting our folks back. I like that. We're supporting people that the woke attack. And that's how you beat cancel culture. We're figuring this thing out in live time. We're figuring it out in live time. You know another way you support? You, the anti-woke, the way you stand up against the woke backlash, is you support the sponsors here at WYAB. I ain't just—I'm I'm not saying that just to do a plug here. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm being honest. That's how you do it. You know, we say a lot of controversial things because you know apparently the truth is controversial. People have been fed a lie for so long that they call the truth controversial. But we have some great sponsors here that support. Us being able to tell the truth, to be a beacon in the night. And you get out and support them, folks, man. I've told you about a lot of them today. You know, one of my one of my longtime, longtime sponsors here is uh, Lakeland Glass and Tent. They've been on here since day one. Watkins Construction Roofing right behind them. Uh, Ellis Autoplex. You know, been on been on here for almost a year now. You know, just guns and gear. A1 Gear and Auto, man. Go see Justin and the team right there on 49 for all your automotive repair needs. Especially if you got any ring and pinion issues. That's really what they specialize in. Go give them a chance. You will not be disappointed. A1 Gear and Auto right there on 49 South in Florence, Mississippi. I can go on and on and on. I'm not going to read them all right now. You know, get some lunch today, the big salad. Get some dinner tonight out at Acme. Pizza and daiquiris. Get your security system from Watchman Secure. Take you some jiu-jitsu lessons over at Gracie South. Order your Stonington Farm beef. Get your hair cut at Patina. Buy you a house from Brad Burleson over at Ulysses Realty. <clears throat> Go out to uh, donate a car to Mercy House Teen Challenge Auto Center. Let's see here. I want to end in this. Uh, go buy some rodeo tickets too for the Keith Killebrew Memorial next weekend. I want to end with this, man. I I was fumbling around on Facebook yesterday, and I saw something, man. I, I just 
these guys running for these state representative seats or Senate seats down at the Capitol, man, I'm so tired of just of seeing pictures of your families, hearing about where you go to church, that you're pro-gun, pro-God, pro-this, pro-that. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and, run, and say, if you're running as a conservative, I know. I know you're pro all that. And this ain't a knock at any of it. God bless it. Most of you got beautiful wives, beautiful kids. You know, obviously you got nice things. You got a little money. I want to know what your day one mission statement is. What are you going down there to do? I don't want to hear nothing about conservative, all the conservative values rhetoric. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of that. Donald Trump showed you all the way. Donald Trump showed you all the way. Go scorched earth. Tell me why I don't need to vote for your opponent. I want to know if he's, is he a Marxist? Are you a Marxist? I want to know what you're going to do. What kind of legislation are you going to put forward? Day one. I don't want to hear that you're going to go down there and you're just going to fall in line and do what the speaker tells you to do. Or what the lieutenant governor tells you to do on the, on the other side, on the Senate side. I want to know what kind of legislation are you going to do that's going to affect Mississippi? It's going to affect where you live. The rest of us, if you're going to try to pass some laws. Don't go down there and think, I don't want to hear about, you got to feel it out and see how it works. No, I want to know what you're going to do. I don't care about pictures of your family or where you go to church or who supports you or who your friends are or any of that. That's great. We all got friends, family, church, kids, all that stuff. I want to know what you bring to the table. What is your plan of action? What are you going to do when you get down there? What has got you so irked that you feel like you need to get down to the Capitol? And that's what I just seems like we're lacking from a lot of these guys running for these positions. It's just a, like it's a popularity contest. They're not going down there because they actually want to do anything. I, we need agents of change. Not popularity contest winners. Mike Madison's coming up next, followed by Jameson Haygood. Kim Wade will close us out four to six. I'll be back here tomorrow with Sean York Karan. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.